I'm Prince Handsome, and this is another episode of Keeping It Handsome. So today we're going to go over a number of things, like the 2020 Burnbook Promo Tournament winner. We're going to go over some AIWF possibilities for this weekend. We're going to recap Raw, SmackDown, and NXT, or Super Tuesday's NXT. And maybe some fantasy matches we'd like to see with some things that's been going on online. So let's get started. So first, I'd like to congratulate, excuse me, congratulate Warren Sanders. Um, He is the winner of the 2020 Burnberg Promo Tournament. Um, I think it's well-deserved. I think he did a great job. He's very good at speaking. He's very good at, you know, being on the mic and and talking trash. And I think it was well-deserved. I'd also like to commend Jose DeGracia because he did a phenomenal job as far as video and editing. Um, I think that was his strong point, um, a really big strong point for him um, during this tournament. I could have saw him doing just as well, but really Warren just added a different dialogue to the whole thing. And, and I'm very happy with the outcome of this. So congratulations to Warren Sanders. Um, with this being over, you know, it's, you know, that, those two had some history. Um, so maybe, you know, somebody would be booking a match between those two because there is some unfinished business between those two. And I'd love to see those two mix it up again um, one or two more times, maybe three, just depending on, you know, where they go. Um, but they both did a great job. They're both good at, you know, speaking and telling a story. And, I'm you know, I'm very proud of Warren. And, and he can go very far just based on, his personality and what he can do on the mic alone. So congratulations to him. Um, So I guess I'll go ahead and start off with in like the AEW, WWE world, um, the situation with Matt Hardy. So there was a lot of controversy with that because some people disagreed with AEW's decision to continue the match. Um, I listened to um, numerous, you know, wrestling podcasts and, 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 um, online articles on their opinions and some say that um, you know if you you look at the time frame on when they stopped the match to when they brought it back or they decided to, to make the decision to continue the match it was probably anywhere from two to three minutes now and they said that the doctors did the whole process as far as checking for a concussion but um, according to you know other wrestlers from podcasts and, and what they experienced as far as you know, having to take that same test, I say it takes anywhere from 10 to 15 minutes. So some people aren't sure what that's all about or if they took the proper measures as far as, you know, making sure he was OK to continue the match. And, and most people like uh, Matt Hardy's wife are very upset um, with their decision to continue the match because you could clearly see that he his bell was rung, you know, after he took that that big bump on that hard floor. Um, he really w- could barely walk. He was staggering. You know, he was laying there stiff. Um, you know, after they hit the move, it, it was it was very obvious that, yeah, he, he was out. Um, to me, in my personal opinion, I, I probably wouldn't have had him, you know, finish the match just for his safety and Sammy Guevara's safety. Um, but they did. And, you know, a do- it was a doctor's decision. The doctor is a doctor. So he d- decided that he was good to continue. So they continued um but a lot of people are very upset about that you know a lot of people don't agree with that um tony kong went on to you know 
follow up and saying, you know, he went to the hospital, they checked everything out. He, so he was, you know, he's good and he will be on um, AEW tonight. Um, so it'll be interesting to see, you know, what goes on with that. Um, but yeah, I, I really think that they shouldn't have done it. Um, I think they should have just, you know, called it, you know, that way, you know, it'll give him some time to recover because I feel like he probably needed a good week or two to recover. And then they could always continue this story. You know, they could do back and forth, you know, with videos and vignettes and stuff because Matt Hardy's really good at that. And, and he really could have kept it going if they were to give him like a week or two break. Um, I don't think it really would have hurt the situation. I think it would have added a little bit more interesting factors to it. Um, um, also, um, going on to um, Raw, um, I feel like Raw had a lot of um, tag team matches um, Monday night. I'm not sure what that was all about, but it seemed like yeah, there was tag team matches and nobody was on the same accord. Like you had Angel Garza and and Andrade getting into it with one another. You had Mickey James and Oscar getting into it with one another. You got the, the women's tag team champions that don't get along. You know, you got um, the Iconics breaking up. You, you've you got um, Cedric Alexander and, and um, Ricochet, you know, splitting up because he's turned on them. It just is a lot of, to me, like a lot of, unnecessary tag team matches they, they could have did so much and went so many different ways but it, to me raw is just it's not doing it for me right now um i feel like smackdown is doing a little bit decent than what they normally are but right now raw is it's kind of hurting they have a lot going on um i think the best thing right now that's going for them is the dominic um Rey Mysterio thing that's going on that's probably the best thing they have right now as well as them trying to push Drew McIntyre um other than that it's it's just they've messed up a lot like they've messed up the fact that you know the iconics are broken up I really think that was unnecessary that was like money for them they they could have put the tag titles on them they're like I said before in the past like they're a legitimate tag team you know people love them together you know they're getting sales from the shirts anything iconic so why split that up I, I feel like they are a little heavy on Peyton Royce and maybe they're just trying to push her to to do some some singles and maybe go have a singles run but you have Mickey James right now, who, in my eyes, deserves another run, a women's championship run. Um, and I really hope that they, you know, follow up and, and they continue this, whatever they have going on with her and Asuka. And, and she gets um, a title match and she actually gets the title. Because I feel like, why, why not? I don't know where this thing is where, like, some of the old wrestlers that come back, they just never give them a title again. Like, there's a few that they have, but majority of the time they don't. So... I don't see why not Mickey James have another, you know, championship run to help, you know, make the women's division on Raw a little bit more competitive because you have more competitive women, um, you know, fighting for the title. And then the same thing with the women's tag team. Why put those two together? Shayna Baszler could be going for a SmackDown women's title or the Raw or, you know, even go back to NXT. Like, it, it's it's just, it's all over the place. Um I really don't understand um, that situation. Um, the only thing I say was somewhat decent, but still I didn't expect that was um, the Cedric Alexander turn, like he turned heel. Um, I think he's a great addition to um, um, the the faction that's been created. I just it just lost I just lost the train. Oh, I can't even remember the name of it, but um, I like 
that new faction because each one of them have um, different things to offer. So Cedric, you know, is more of a high flyer. He has those aerial attacks. Um, Shelton Benjamin, you know, he's a vet. He he's more collegiate wrestling style. Um, Bobby Lash is powerful. He has that collegiate wrestling as well as well as um, a little bit of you know his MMA background. Then you have MVP, who's more of like the speaker, the the vocal one, the most that, that is really good on the mic. And he's also a vet. So I think they all bring something different to the table and, it, and this could actually work and it actually could be something good for Raw. I don't think they necessarily need to be on um, Underground. I think they could do great on Raw and, and it will be a great representation of, you know, men of color, like being on the main roster and make, you know, they can make them look strong, you know, as far as like maybe push them for upper card titles. So I, I think that's a good thing they're doing. And I think, you know, it was great that Cedric, because it gives Cedric something to do, because, you know, right now they've had him and Ricochet just floating around, having tag team matches here or there. Um, I really don't think those two need to be in a tag team. I think Ricochet should be competing for singles titles because he's an amazing athlete, as well as Cedric Alexander. Um, so this may be good for him. Maybe he'll get some single runs in. I'm sure they're going to have them tag and have maybe some tag matches against whoever the faces with the title. Um but it's going to be interesting to see the same thing with whatever's going on with Angel and, and Andrade. I don't know if maybe they're going to make one of them face. They're going to make them heal. I'm kind of confused because, it, you know, Angel's still being heelish. Andrade's still being heelish. Um, I'm not really sure if they're maybe hinting that one of them is going to turn baby. Um, to me, I like them both as heels. I think they both need to stay heels. I think that's their strong point. It'd be kind of weird to see them as babies. Um, so I really don't know um, what they're going to do. I don't think they need to be a tag team either. Those are some other two that really don't. I don't. I think they're more single competitors than they are tag team. But, you know, WWE's notorious for just putting two random people together and making them a tag team. Um, but that, I really feel like they don't need to be in the ring tagging every week they shine more in individual matches like Andrade had a phenomenal NXT run so did um Angel so I would like to see those two men yeah if they do break them up that's great that'd be one breakup I'm, I would be happy with um but yeah for the most part Raw is just all over the place uh I don't know like why what they have going on Vince is probably messing everything up who knows um that's all I really have for Raw the only thing to me is um the whole thing with Dominic, um, I feel like this maybe could probably go for like two more matches. And I think, yeah, it'd be time to see him, you know, go and compete against somebody else. And, you know, that could help elevate him as well. Hopefully they pick the right person. Um, but yeah, we'll see. Um, then we're going to NXT. So um, the two matches that stu- stood out to me um, um, was the matches um, with Finn Balor and Rhea Ripley. So I'll first go with the match with Rhea Ripley. Um, I think that, you know, after she had the match at WrestleMania against Charlotte, you know, she just went down here from there. She kind of like went under the radar. We didn't hear too much from her. And then she was, she's slowly been coming back, but it still hasn't been nothing to just make her, you know, like get that fire that she had before. Um, like she just had so much momentum around WrestleMania time and then it just dropped because WWE dropped the ball. And then, you know, she had the whole thing with her visa going on. Um, but yeah, she just lost her fire. So I think that this match she had with uh, Mercedes Martinez, like they 
she needed this match. This was a great match. I think this match gave her back that fire. Like she needed this match to help put her back in the game as far as, you know, being in the runners for the NXT Women's Championship, being one of those top women in NXT or in just the whole WWE period. Um, this was a, a perfect opponent for her. You know, they matched up very well. They had a great match, you know, on, on top of them being in a cage, it just added more to it. But this was needed. This is very much needed. I'm very happy with the match. I, I think that they could probably go on more and have a couple more matches and, and they'll be great. But NXT is doing pretty good with their women. Um, they are, you know, giving the, a, a lot of them opportunities. They're really pushing them to the limit. Um, you know, you got the thing with Shotzi. She's possibly going to be the next runner for the um, NXT Women's Championship, which will be great. I, I could see her getting the title soon so that'd be great for her i'm a big shotzi fan so um good for shotzi um so the next thing is of course the nxt championship the men's championship um and you know before in my last podcast i talked about you know when they were getting ready to have that fatal four-way um which ended in a draw between finn and and uh, um adam cole um the person I said I felt like would benefit more from it um, would be Finn Balor because, you know, when he got moved up to the main roster, he just had, you know, those injuries. Just his luck was just not good, you know, once he got on the main roster. So I think, you know, it was a great move to put him back on NXT where his roots are and just let him just revive himself. And, and he would be the one that would benefit the most from winning that title. And he ended up being the victor. And I think this is great. They went, you know, they did make the great, you know, the the best decision um i think it just means so much more once he won that title you could just see you know his in his face you know like this was like him winning it for the first time all over again it seems like um but i'm very happy um with the match it was an amazing match adam cole no matter who he gets in the ring with he always does a great job so the match was just an a1 match um it's just be interesting now like um are they going to keep Finn being kind of heelish or are they going to turn a baby or um, who's his opponent going to be hopefully somebody new and not one of the three guys he was in the fatal four-way with um but NXT for the most part they do a pretty good job at you know making things actually relevant and interesting and, and new and fresh and not messing things up like Raw and Smackdown um so whoever they pick I'm sure it'll be a great you know storyline between them and Finn Balor um it's just going to be interesting who's going to be next to step up for and what's going to be um what's next for Adam Cole and and Johnny Gargana and um Tommaso Ciampa all those guys it's just going to be interesting where we're going to go from there um but those are my two um favorite matches of the night as well as I watched a little bit of the match um with Austin Theory, you know, Austin Theory's been gone for a while because, you know, the whole speaking out, he was one of the ones that somebody spoke out about, so they kind of, like, took him off for a while, now he's back. He was on Raw, but they moved him back to NXT, which is where he needs to be, um, and it's going to be interesting to see him, um, what they're going to have in store for him. I think, you know, he's in the right place, you know, he had this good match, um, um, Tuesday, um, I think that that was much needed, and I think he could be like a very good top heel um, on NXT in the near future. So they just need to keep working with him, help him find his identity, uh, help him to have some great matches, 
and yeah, he could be one of the next top heels, and then he'll be good to go, you know, onto the main roster, um, because they did put him on the main roster a little too early. Like I say, everything happens for a reason, and, and, and there was a reason why, you know, the stuff happening where he got back to NXT, because that's where he needs to be in my eyes. Um, but those are all the things I have for, like, AEW and Raw. I mean, AEW and WWE. Um, next, I'm going to go into the AIWF. Um, they're having a show this Saturday. Um, they haven't put anything as far as, like, match cards out, so I'm not sure who's who's going to be going up against who, what kind of matches and stuff like that. I've seen a couple of videos. Um, um, the Kings of Mayhem, they have a video, so they're going to be challenging the AIWF Southern Tag Team Champions for the title, um, which is good. Um, you know, they're very decorated, um, the Kings of Mayhem. I just think, you know, there was no segueing in as far as like why they're the ones picked to go against them. I feel like that maybe should have been like a triple threat tag team match, a ladder match for tag team titles, something, you know, that led to this or give a reasoning to why, you know, it's going to be um, Kings of Mayhem, but if it was me, I would have probably made it like a triple threat, added another, you know, tag team. Um, you know, I posted some before, Kings of Mayhem, um, The Rapture, those young guys, um, uh, uh, The Nightmare Syndicate, um, Gifted, you know, there's plenty of tag teams out there that would be great challenges. So, um I am happy for the Kings of Mayhem, and I'm sure they're going to have a phenomenal match because those guys have been decorated. You know, they've won tag team titles in numerous promotions. So they they know what they're doing, and I could see them taking it home, taking the titles home. So I'm sure it's going to be a great match. Um, but that's one of the matches I know for sure that's going to happen. Um, I'm not sure about the other titles. Um, I'm like, I'm not sure if Ember is going to be defending her um, AIWF Southern Women's Championship. Um, I know that um, Logan Stevens um, is defending his title, the junior weight, um, AIWF junior weight. Um, I'm not sure exactly who. There's like a rumor, maybe it's El Nino. Um, I don't know if there's other people involved. I don't know if it's a triple threat, a singles, a fatal four-way, a battle where I'm not even sure. Like, you know, they haven't put anything out yet, but it's going to be interesting to see who um, is going to challenge for that, as well as the AIWF Heavyweight Championship. Um, you know, in the past, I've posted things as who I think should compete for some of these titles. Um, you know, some of the guys have been posting in the AIWF group um you know they're just promo videos you know highlight videos and stuff and i think some guys for the heavyweight that will be some good contenders would be david mercury um eddie torres eddie torres um and even proctor johnson um the proc the croc i think those guys would be great to challenge for it i'm not like i said where i'm not really sure what they're gonna do um but we guess we'll find out this weekend um so yeah, the show would be in Georgia. I posted the the little flyer on um, the Keeping It Handsome page. So take a look at that if you're interested in going. Because like I said before, it's going to be in Georgia. Um, I'm sure it'll be a great show. There'll be some new champions, I'm, I, I'm pretty sure. Because um, they're going to have some good guys going out there competing um, for these titles that they're going to put on the line. And then um, back to the Women's Championship. One person I would like to see go out there and chance for, for the women's title is Shalandra Royale. I think, you know, she would be a great um, opponent for Ember Kato. They've wrestled in the past, had a phenomenal match. I would love to see those two lock it up again. 
Um, so yeah, stay tuned for that. I'll give um, highlights or I'll give, you know, the winners of the matches um, probably next week or the night after this show, like Sunday. Um, so you can see who came, what matches were what, who was the victors, if we have a new retaining champion. So you'll get to see more of that. Um, so the last thing I'm going to talk about is, you know, there's um, been something new online. Um, a new little suggestion as far as like a, a, a matchup um, between Will Austin and um, Apollo Jr. Um, so Apollo Jr., he made his MMA debut um, August 30th. Um, he posted it online. He had like a very um, good little matchup um for his debut, he did really good. Uh, he he won. Um, he looked pr- pretty great. I've seen, you know went on his um, Facebook and seen he's been training. Um, I'm not really sure if he's just gonna go straight with this or if he's gonna do both or he's done with wrestling. I'm not really sure, but I know he's been training a lot for MMA. Um, and he looked pretty decent or pretty good in his um, first matchup August 30th. And so I'm excited to see what what next you know his next matchup and how great he does with that but he looks like he has a promising career in that um but back to the whole you know possibility of him and will austin so you know there somebody posted um something basically saying you know or maybe um trying to get will austin's attention as far as like them two going up against each other and, and Will Austin was a four and wants it and, and Apollo later on commented said he's for it as well and I think you know this would be a great matchup because you know both of them are, are fast high flyer style wrestlers um, and then with Apollo now he has his other style of wrestling to add to his arsenal or other style of combat to add to his arsenal which is MMA um, I think you know that, that could be an advantage he has over um, Will Austin, because Will Austin is more like a high flyer, you know, he can probably endorse, you know, s- some some painful stuff because he's, you know, dipped and dabbed in some hardcore style matches. Um, I haven't seen, you know, as many Will Austin matches, but I, I can't say if I've seen him wrestle anybody that was MMA, you know, had an MMA background. So this might be a new obstacle for him, which I think he'll probably excel at. Um, but this would be a great match. These two guys are very talented. They're very young. They they have a lot of potential. So um, I would think CCA might pick it up. Um, the or CCW. I don't know why I'm saying CCA, but CCW would pick it up. Where um, it's basically Will Austin stomping grounds. Maybe they'll pick that match up. Um, I, I would be interested to see if they make it into like some interesting style match. Like maybe have an MMA style match because um, that'll you know kind of be putting Will Austin out his element and see if he can you know. Um, prevail in that situation because you know he is an athlete so his athleticism possibly could help him be successful in that match maybe maybe not who knows but you won't know until you put it to the test Um, so I think this would be a great matchup Um, you know any bookers out there those two guys would probably give you one of the best matches of the night so it'd be interesting to see Um, they're both like I said, very young, very talented, very athletic, and um, I'm excited to see where this goes. So, with that being said, just keep a lookout on my Keeping a Handsome page for updates on different things going on in WWE, NXT, Impact, DCCW, 
AIWF, SWA, Spire Investor, etc., so on. Um, and I'd like to once again to congratulate Warren Sanders on winning the 2020 Burn Book Promo Tournament. I'm Prince Handsome, and thank you for tuning in to Keeping It Handsome.